up everyone welcome to movie flex double features yet another bonus episode this week we're talking fx's you're the worst a show that aired from 2014 to 2019 just me and matt i'm gonna keep it very casual matt how's it going yo it's going all right how are you uh i'm doing great uh you know there's a bracket going on twitter right now i think uh vice apologist shout out to our friend uh he's doing the heist bracket been pretty controversial uh a lot of people seem to be getting very emotional over this bracket uh it seems to be breaking hearts uh personally who knew that, who knew that the taking column one two three uh original versus remake would be the thing that that split up the game you know yeah yeah like everyone's at each other's throats now it's like uh yeah like everyone's turning on each other because yeah taking a pelham one two three people were really upset you know i was just kind of standing there being like yeah man you guys are right you know i just i, I didn't want to take sides uh, i think i did take sides i did say the tony scott one was better um just you know i don't even think i'd seen the original i just wanted to say tony scott was better i just off principle uh yeah but, you know introduce a little chaos it's all it's all anarchy it's all chaos uh it's really fun it's been really cool i hope people do more of these because you know i personally like uh it's funny like certain movies i'm like oh that's weird that that's really popular still yeah <laughs> yeah like, especially the, the taking of pelham one two three which at the time i was convinced that i was the only person who had seen that movie you know before yeah. i even Toby Scott, i was like this movie's awesome you know <laughs> So, yeah yeah no yeah but we got that going on um you know we got a lot of other stuff like this week though like we said basically i started watching the boys for the first time i saw i cash i started messaging you to tell you hey there was this other show she was in that i watched that i think i was the only person that watched it pretty sure it wasn't a fever dream though uh and then as i was typing the message i realized like oh like you know this has like a mental health story that i thought was really well done and i know that's a big reason why you like silver linings playbook so i was like oh yeah this will be like yeah matt will love this but so i tried not to push it too hard just like every so slightly and thankfully you did like it as much as i thought you would and uh yeah we're here to talk about it and it couldn't be more uh hyped yeah, I I loved this show. Like you said, it's an FX show, and then it moved to FXX, which I'm not sure what that is. I think it's a second channel that FX ran. Yeah, it's to play like uh, Simpsons reruns, basically, and like some of their more like edgier or like out there content. Because I think FX wanted to focus more on movies. Yeah, FX. I mean, it's got a lot of a. Uh, it has a lot of interesting shows. I didn't realize it because like they partnered with Hulu. They yeah. get all the shows on Hulu. Um, and you know, they obviously they have Atlanta, um, they've got, uh, Justify, they got a lot of interesting shows. Um, I've always considered FX like the, I don't know, I thought it was like the, the rerun channel, you know, for most of these, because they they just did like reruns of, uh, like Wolfred and, and, uh, like, like Spider-Man one or something, you know, something. Yeah. Like I said, even now, I think it's still mostly like the Simpsons rerun channel, but, uh, there is another show they done there called, um. Man Seeking Woman, which like, um, I believe it was a Jay Baruchel project. Who a lot of people might know him. He was in the movie we did last week, uh, Almost Famous. He was the really young kid. He was also in all of like the Avatar movies. Like he was in Knocked Up. Yeah. He 
wrote and I think directed a movie called Goon. It's a hockey movie with Sean William Scott. I bring it up because uh, I, for some reason, I just really love this movie. I've seen it like five times. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, like certain sports movies, especially like minor league sports uh, movies, some some just really scratch an itch for me. But yeah, shout out to Jay Bear Show. But yeah, he had his own FX show. I'm sure he had like a co-creator with him or something. But uh Essentially, it was, like, a very absurdist take on, like, uh, dating. Like, I think the first date is, like, he goes on a first date and the woman's a literal goblin. And, like, uh, you know, his best friend is played by Eric Andre. So, it's, like, it's one of those, like, hyper-realistic, like, you know, um, surrealist kind of, like, uh, not hyper-realistic, like, hyper-surrealist, uh, you know, uh, shows. A lot of people have recommended it to me, um... I've only seen the first episode, but that's something that I we might be interested in looking at in the future because, yeah, there's a lot of interesting stuff on FX. That's how I watch it uh, on Hulu. Yeah, um, and yeah, so so to get to get to our show though, um, you're the worst, right? Uh, yeah. Like you said, it's got um, Aya Cash who's playing uh, Gretchen Cutler as one of the dual leads with uh, Chris Gear playing Jimmy Shive Overly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you recommended this show. Uh, specifically because you knew that I enjoyed Silver Knight's Playbook. You knew it was my favorite movie. So you said uh, it, it will probably scratch that same itch, which it did. Um, and, and you know, uh, it's, it's, very much a, uh, it's very much a millennial rom-com kind of oh, about, that, like, yeah. the, the harshness of, uh, of dating, the harshness of life in general. deals with a lot of uh, – it's a, it's a comedy, you know, like we like we said, um, you know, first and foremost, but it's also uh, not afraid to shy away from the more, um, you know, uh, more hard hitting topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, created, written, and created by Stephen Falk. Um, of course, it's got that that uh, you know switches that community intro, like season four oh, community yeah. intro in season four. You know, he's a writer for that. Uh, Orange is the New Black and Weeds, um, who's the creative director behind uh, <clears throat> this show, though. But yeah, it's a yeah, like you said, it's a it's a great uh, or like we said, it's a great little uh, little millennial uh, love story. Um, just story of these characters, right? You know, there's like the, it's like a quintet, but like the the two main characters, of course, but they also are like they also have like sidekicks, I guess. You know, yeah, they both have a sidekick, and then like. There's even more like extended. We can get into like the extended characters later. Like, uh, I definitely want to get into like some of our favorites because essentially, like, uh, I guess we could talk about the pilot, right? Because that kind of sets up the general premise of the show. But um, like, the pilot starts out. It's uh, this. There's this girl named Becca, right? And she's a kind of a key character because she used to date Jimmy, our male lead, and her sister is best friends with Gretchen, our female lead. So they both, uh, Jimmy attends the wedding just to like humiliate her and make fun of her. That's kind of like an ongoing joke through the show is that like, especially in season one, I think like he would go to like people's things to like, you know, make fun of them and like, yeah, heckle, yeah, yeah, heckling. Yeah. He had a a printed out list of heckles was his, his, uh, one of his main things that he loved to do. Yeah, so that's why he goes to this wedding, and then of course he meets Gretchen, who's like trying to steal some present or some gift or something. And basically, they're two extremely messy, complicated, very relatable. Like I've been both of these characters at different points in my life. Um, <laughs> um, like 
they're very like the whole like you know they're very messy and stuff but like uh they end up hooking up and of course they're like they're disgusted by the idea of commitment and love and so their their whole thing is that like you know okay it's just a one-time thing you know this we're not you know we're not catching feelings but somehow gretchen ends up spending the night and you know the fact that she stays over is a big deal and generally like the first season deals with them kind of breaking down those barriers and uh realizing that like maybe it's maybe they are soulmates you know even though they are like disgusted by the idea of like monogamous love maybe you know hey maybe it it could work out you know yeah they're both um they're both kind of like uh you know party animals ish they're they're both very much self-absorbed they are like the the main like the reason is you know it's called you're the worst right is because like the main like um i guess hook is that yeah they're both very they're so messy that they're kind of like a negative influence on you know everyone around Mm. right because like gretchen like you said you know when you first meet her she's stealing a present uh from the wedding and she's also stealing a a a bottle of um you know a bottle of wine or or something yeah yeah, champagne something and um you know he they go he goes outside to smoke you know he's gonna heckle uh Mm. heckle his ex becca right um and they end up catching a ride together and, and like you said, hooking up and everything. And yeah, it's, it's very much like, a, like the premise is, uh, you know, that th- these are two people who fundamentally are, you know, quote unquote broken in some way. They're the worst. They're uh, un- unlovable uh, in their heads, definitely, because they're also they're narcissistic. They're self-loathing, but self-loathing is also narcissism. And uh, yeah, they're like. They don't think I, I think also they don't want they don't they just don't want responsibility because like I think like in one way, you know, it's a show about these two characters who are like coming together because they're just inevitably meant for each other. And, you know, like it's like they're they have a love that like, you know, like they're always find each other or whatever. But uh, I think on another, like a deeper level, I think it's much more about a show about like millennials, like having trouble growing up and like letting go of adolescence and like uh you know buying into the whole family thing and stuff yeah for sure that that's something that like that along with you know because because they're ultimately both a product of their but like the thing is like you can't necessarily defend them on you know you can't say like oh well they're not actually the worst you know like in the room yeah they're pretty bad, but also like they both, you know, later on, you know, you find out that they both had de- dealt with a bunch of stuff growing up, yeah. whether that be like their own um, mental illnesses or just the f- like the way they were grown up, you know, or grew up uh, mm. like their parents and, and uh, just the way they're raised. Yeah. And um, so, so like we said, you know, they, they mean it, this, uh, this character, Becca's wedding, um, and and Gret- like you said, Gretchen's there because her best friend's Lindsay, who's one of the the quintet, yeah. right? The the main cast of four characters, and then the other uh, character is of course uh, Edgar Quintero, who yeah. uh, is a vet with PTSD, who is of course uh, Jimmy's roommate, right? He's yeah, he's, he's the, got he's the only he's other Mexican one. guy other than me who's done improv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's a, like, that's, a, uh, that's a lighter point, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, 
but yeah, no, he's like he's like mentally ill. He's a veteran. He has PTSD. He's like, uh, but yeah, he's also the moocher. Him and Lindsay both. It's like a argument over who's the dumb one. Um, right. That happens a little later too. Because uh, yeah. remember, I was telling, I was texting you about this before the uh, the podcast. Um, because it's a show, you know, it's it's interesting because like shows are are these things where you, you have to have characters evolve, but not evolve too much because. Yeah. Um, you'll run out of material if they evolve too much. But You're yeah. the Worst is a show that kind of uh, allows them to evolve into these characters that they can get more out of. But then um, I think they kind of, because uh, it does end, right? It ends at season five. It's uh, you know over now. But I think they ended it well. I'm not going to talk about the ending too much, obviously, uh, up front. But, uh, oh, yeah. We'll get to but, it later. Though. I have a lot to say about uh yeah, I, I do think we need to like. Oh yeah, and, and if you, if you like, yeah, if you haven't seen it, I mean, go watch it. You know, come back to this when you're done. It's super easy to watch. Yeah, for sure. I think we need to like bifurcate the episode into spoilers and non-spoilers. You know, it's a little, little yeah. light on the spoilers now. But uh, yeah, yeah, well, so- yeah, well, yeah. The deeper we go, though, the deeper we go into the heart of darkness, the more that shall be revealed. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, I think this show does a good job of it. But like, yeah, Lindsay's fundamentally changed it pretty pretty significantly pretty early on as a character, right? Because she's like, yeah. I mean, even the promo that they don't change until season four, the intro, I guess. Yeah. Um, with that song that I, I had to watch the intro every time, which is weird for me. But uh, um, yeah, me too. Yeah. I never skipped the intro. Yeah, you know, you sing along to the song. It's a nice jaunty little tune, you know. It's got like, oh, like everyone in this like show, even though like, like it's yeah, because yeah, I, I, I was uh, we're talking about that like, yeah, if, there, there's like a fundamental, there's like a growth that can't happen until the very end, the last episode, right? Because that growth that had that character arc, that's what like completes the character arc, and like, um. So the show, like you said, it gives like a, it gives like uh, hints of like gross, and I I like you know season five like it seems like they've they're like you know they they even though the that like this couple Gretchen and uh, Jimmy even though that they like they'll definitely have um, problems in the future like there's still there's a, definitely a love there right and uh it, it's very different well, in, not, you know season one or two than, than yeah, five not yet you know that's that's no yeah yeah that, yeah, yeah that's the, later. but yeah, yeah that's what i mean like but the there's, but, a, yeah, mutual, the, there's uh, a mutual like funness at the beginning you know because like yeah both gretchen and jimmy i think the reason that they're like black holes and that the reason they work so well is kind of like the reason that they are the worst is because um i think maybe becca explains it pretty early on but it's it's uh they're the worst because they're they're fun. They're fun people to be around, right? They they are the main characters, you know. So it's like they're fun to be around and they have fun, but also they're just like they envelop everything. They're like a dark, you know, like I said, a black hole. They envelop yeah, everything uh, into their circle. We should also say like, um, Edgar grows a lot too as a character. Him and Lindsay both, arguably, they, they yeah, arguably they grow the most. Definitely, they grow the most. Um, but like I said, I think Lindsay's characterization—they didn't know what to do because she was a, she was a housewife, remember in the pilot. Yeah, that, yeah, that was she was just like a, she, was, she was like the best dumb one. The but she, then she, she dumb one. She like wasn't. Yeah, well, or, she wasn't the dumb one. She was just a housewife, and then like she, eventually, was, she was like her like ditzy yeah like uh, concert. She was like her friend who like could bought bought into the idea of having a family. Yeah, she was with her husband, you know, and later on, obviously, they're going to throw a Paul? wrench in there. 
who is yeah. another like uh i forgot the actor's name but i used to watch him when he was like uh just like on, on ucb shows back in the day like uh before the show um yeah like he's such super funny guy like i like I, i've seen him do a lot of like live improv and like stuff there i think he did a show well somebody did a show called chat roulette where like live where they would like at ucb theater where they would do like um they would like hook up a laptop to like chat roulette and like do it live with the crowd <laughs> and um i think he hosted that at one point maybe one time when i saw it but yeah you know of course the uh, joke is that you know a whole group of people big group of people see some guy's dick you know <laughs> but uh he's really funny i love paul yeah he's uh he's interesting as a character you know he's the uh he's Lindsay's husband who's boring um, and the it pretty early on the shows about well her story at least is initially about their the, the uh the disillusion of their marriage yeah of course yeah like, like i said she's she's very like you know like i said you know it's a pilot so she's very ch- i mean you know because even even when uh even when the intro, like I said, the intro is until season four. It's like her characters move so far. Cause like they, they show like a front profile and a side profile of the characters yeah, and of like all the main series cast. And when it shows, uh, Kether Donahue's the actress's name, when it shows her, she's like, she's wearing like a cardigan, like button up shirt with pearls yeah, and like high heels. And it's like a, like a housewife outfit. And, she like i said completely changes like almost immediately because they're like Mm -hmm. we don't know with a tv show right they're like we don't know what to do necessarily with this like characterization so it feels like a character from like a different era of tv like from the yeah like the 50s or something and it's like yeah i think they very early on realized like oh we can't just do that character we have to do like the 20 2010s version of this character and why would gretchen be friends with that character you know i think it's a big Mm -hmm is a big thing they probably got. It was like, okay, we need to revamp Lindsay. And like you said, Edgar changes too, right? Because it's like, why would yeah. you need to be friends with Edgar, you know? Yeah, they do a good ob- a good job of explaining in the first season, like, kind of both of their backstories of, like, how they came to meet these people. And, like, yeah, it makes enough sense. Like, um, it is, like, again, it's one of those more, like, wacky sitcom-y things. Like, it's sort of a little out there. But, like, for purposes of story, you, like... Yeah, it, it makes sense because, you know, Jimmy kind of has to have somebody like that. Yeah, so that, for sure. So that we can, like, see what a bad guy he is at times. Yeah, I mean, really, like, Edgar is there, you know, initially as, like, the, uh, like, you see, you see, like, two sides of Jimmy with Edgar, right? Because he's, like, ultimately crashing into his house, right? Which is the kind of a sitcom, like, having a wacky roommate, right? But then it's, like, you know, he feels bad for him, but also he's just like so mean to him. And you realize like, what well, yeah. doesn't deserve that. <laughs> yeah, I know no, he's uh he's pretty merciless with him. Um, yeah, I feel it, it. I like, yeah, I feel, I feel like really bad for the uh, Edgar character sometimes because yeah, Jimmy's such like a piece of shit to him, but like, you know, eventually, you know, I, I you know, Jimmy, like it's all about Jimmy learning how to like respect Edgar. Right. And like, um like that takes a very long time that takes a lot of uh growth and convincing and uh yeah i mean but yeah because initially he's just like he's kind of a doofus people kind of beat up on him they call him a moocher he like lives on his couch he just kind of you know 
he's like you know he like they show him struggling with the VA to like get medicine and stuff. Yeah, he's he's got PTSD. Yeah. He was like in the shit, as they say later on. They're like, "Were you in yeah. the shit?" It's like, yeah, I was in the shit. It's pretty yeah. funny though, like the way they like they make some jokes. They're like, um, because like I mean, not, not, it's not like really a spoiler, but there's an episode in the later where later in the series where like they're like, "Oh, Jimmy's a very good boy. And he's trying to prove he's a bad boy." And they're like, "He's like, why do you guys think Edgar's a bad boy?" And they're like, "Cause he killed people." And then like Edgar like pretends to shoot Jimmy, and it's like. It's a pretty dark joke, but it's fucking funny. It's like, you know, that's kind of like, you know, the show does get very dark at times. But that's definitely, I think, when it's at its funniest as well. Like, uh, yeah, it's, it's, as, it, but it's also like I told you, it's not, it's a sitcom, right? That's not, you know, necessarily afraid to, to be real. And I think that's why you, you and I both, um, really enjoyed it. Yeah. It, it's very much a, it's very much like a, realistic portrayal of uh up to a certain point it's still a show you know what i mean like, yeah. it's still a tv show but it, but at the same time it's like the most realistic that like portrayal of you know you're the worst like millennial love m- mental illness you know could be yeah yeah that was the big because uh in season two I, I, do you want to get season no let's say season season one because yeah i think like there's still some other people to um introduce i want to talk about so becca the guy she and the guy she's getting married to in the first episode is a doctor named Vern. um yeah his, char- his character goes to very interesting places uh we'll get more to it in the second half in the spoiler half but uh i love Vern. i i, I said at one point i was like is Vern the best character because just because like to me he's so pathetic but He's also the most vulnerable and like we learn very later on like why he's like that and um I think all of the little character reveals with him are so good like Vern is one of my favorite characters. Uh Vern is great I, too cuz he's he's very he's very um like one dimensional I guess like like portraying, you know? Like uh yeah. he's not one dimensional in, in like his ultimate character arc, right? But like he he is kind of one dimensional in, in the At fact first, that yeah yeah well it, yeah and like when you keep seeing him you're like okay like he's the he's like a, a frat bro uh, doctor guy you know mm. he's always like like when Jimmy heckles people like no one laughs and he's like oh sick burn dude yeah, yeah. He has, he's, he's a doctor and he has a podcast Top yeah based on Stitcher <laughs> that was yeah it was that was great um, podcast <laughs> yeah and then. So Jimmy is an author. Um, he sort of he he has like he's living in a nice house, renting it or whatever, because he had an advance from like one book that he, I think the first season where he's waiting for it to come out, right? His first book or whatever. Um, um it's already out. So so the book is already out from uh before the first episode, and he's um. He's a guy who used the advance to buy a house he couldn't afford. Mm. So he he bought he bought a uh, he he put a I guess a down payment on a house he couldn't afford, and you know the book's not selling well is the whole thing. It's not it's not well yeah. received except for one <laughs> except for one guy from NPR who's is <laughs> a great little <laughs> has oh, a yeah. great, great little uh, not cameo but great little scene. You know he's just like. I, you know, he's got the NPR voice. He's like, I found that the 
efficaciousness of the novel. You know, he's one of those guys. Um, Yeah, no, and then so Gretchen, she works as a publicist, and her main client is this rapper. Like, okay, so uh, I know, like, we joke about you being a music hater, but uh, so basically her client, Sam, um, and his, like, two boys. uh, Shitstain. Shitstain and uh, Honey Nuts. Yeah. Um, they're very much like it's basically Tyler the Creator and Odd Future or yeah. Jasper and uh a dolphin at least. Jasper and uh the other guy or Jasper and Taco at least, right? So like um yeah, cuz like he's basically he's like a skater. It's funny cuz like he's definitely based off of Tyler, but he also like the guy, the actual guy, like his performance is very much like a early like Derek comedy, like Donald Glover, like um when he made that movie with Derek Comedy, his comedy troupe, Mystery. Yeah, the the Team. first the uh, Sam is uh, played by Brandon Smith, right? He's yeah. uh, he's been in a couple of uh, different things. It looks like not yeah, nothing a, but, too like super prominent. But yeah, it's a very like Derek Comedy performance. But it's definitely based on Tyler Creator because he's like this like skater rapper guy who like. Uh, he like says a lot of slurs and like homophobic shit and gets in trouble, but then like it turns out twist that he's actually gay himself. He um, calls uh, he calls Gretchen a uh, bitch. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, he doesn't ever you know he's, he's he calls her Gretchen sometimes, but he's always like, "Where it, are you, bitch?" You know. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Why is he be bitch?" Yeah, he he like, but it's like it's not. It's funny, like if you when you watch the show, it's like funny. It's not like a fucked up. Didn't say in a fucked up way, but um. Yeah, like it's it's definitely like I'm a huge Tyler the Creator fan. I've been listening to him since like day one. I'm a I'm a big Odd Future uh, head. You know, it always like surprises me how close we are in age because I always felt like we were way more apart. But he's only like three years younger than me. But uh, dude, yeah, we, I'm a we forgot about um, one of the most important characters throughout the oh, series. Yeah, I was gonna say Killian, yeah. Of course. Yeah, we, who we almost did exactly what the show did, which is forget about Killian as a character. Oh yeah, Killian. Yeah, yeah. He goes. He comes back toward the end. Um, yeah. So well. Yeah. I mean, he he like he's very prominent at the beginning, and then he he sort of like yeah like. So he's a he's a kid. He's the kid that lives next door. His dad's a. Yeah. His dad's <laughs> his dad's a video game developer. So he he befriends Jimmy because Jimmy likes to play video games, and um, that's like dropped almost immediately right? he'll come yeah. back every once in a while i think out of the 60 episodes like he's initially in the first season a lot mm-hmm. he's in 16 episodes out of like the 64 episodes okay. so he he initially becomes like a big part and i don't know maybe they were just like we don't we can't have kids running around you know mm-hmm. um, and then later they do a a, a justification <laughs> that his parents are getting divorced and he lives with his dad and his dad is like a deadbeat, you know? Yeah, he's like, he basically joins Sea Org. Um, he's like, oh, my dad only, my dad joined this cool new church and he's like, I live with four other kids above a GameStop or something. like. Yeah, so so that they, they justify the reason Killian isn't in this. It's pretty funny. Like, it's a joke, right? Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, Killian's here, you know? Like, in one episode, I think, like, early on, there's like a, they're having like a get-together and Killian's a the, a kid bartender, you know. Yeah, and yeah, so no, he, he's just like randomly there. 
Um, I was also going to say Ben Folds is a pretty prominent character at some point in the show. He becomes yeah. like a client of Gretchen or... And then he just kind of like, you know, the joke is that he's kind of a scumbag and he likes to get drunk and just show up at random parties. And um, he's an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. He's a pretty fucked up guy. Uh, but yeah, the first uh, season basically deals with them like breaking down, um, breaking down their barriers. Uh, like. Uh, should I should I spoil like the first season ending, how it wraps up? Um, yeah, let's just say here, well, I guess... So, We're like 30 so, minutes in, yeah. Yeah, so we can talk about it a little more freely. Let's just say here, yeah, highly recommend the show. Five out of five stars. Yeah, um, same. It's probably... So, like, I really like... Uh, so, so, like, my show, my favorite shows go, like, The Sopranos and then probably Community. This mm. is, like, on par with Community. And, and, and it's mm. funny, like I said, the... the the uh the intro change they changed it to be more like community like it, it's weird I, I guess it was like maybe near the same yeah. time or something um they do that a lot T- tv intros are pretty um ubiquitous they're pretty uh mm-hmm. pretty similar across the board but yeah yeah five out of five stars for me um it's, yeah. a, it's a damn near perfect show it's a perfect me show yeah i think it's like it, it's the perfect link to like five seasons like they like get in they tell their story it doesn't go on too long they, I think they could have maybe like even they could have possibly gotten another season or two, but it probably would have. They could have. They could have squeezed another season or two, but but also I think that it, one of the things I was worried about was I, I saw it was canceled and I was really worried that they didn't end it. No, they ended yeah. it. So yeah, yeah go it, see it. It's a, it's a finished product. Yeah. It's not like Deadwood where they had to wait until the movie to get it wrapped up. Like it, it finishes in the five seasons. I think it's the perfect length. Like sucks that it got canceled, but like, you know, I think it also maybe kind of worked for the better because like, you don't like, again, you, you better leaving them wanting more, right. And not overstay your welcome. than like be someone who people are like, you like the office on like, this is nine seasons and people being like, God, these people suck, you know, like, yeah. um, yeah, uh, but I, whichever. I, I love The Office, though, still, though. Uh, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's an example of a show that went on. Like, didn't it go on, like, 11 seasons or something? I mean, you know, like, something. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a show, like you said, it goes, I think it's perfect length because, um, who knows, like, maybe the last season would have ruined it, you know? Like, if, yeah. if they had six seasons. It's, a, it's, a, it's got a great wrap-up. But, yeah, yeah, highly recommend yeah. Um, so we can talk about spoilers from here on. Yeah, so oh, I say so one one episode I wanted to shout out. There's an episode where like she is meeting with her parents, Gretchen, and she like lies to Jimmy and then like he finds out she's with her parents and she just didn't want to tell them about him and she's wearing like a polo shirt. That like literal same thing happened to me where I like I was dating a girl and like I couldn't meet her parents and then I had to meet her up and like she was wearing this like polo lacoste shirt and like cuz she you know she was like a preppy but like you know not around me, right? Like around me she was like cool, but uh yeah, I was like that was a really funny episode. But essentially the first season ends with um she like she uh has a faulty vibrator, I guess, and uh Sparks a fire and um, burns her apartment down, and basically she has to move in with Jimmy. Yeah, her apartment's um really disgusting, right? Yeah, and he sees that and he's just like, "Oh god!" Like, Jim, we should say Jimmy lives in like the Hollywood Hills. He has a really nice house. Yeah, he's got a really nice house. Like we said earlier, he blew his entire advance on like this house, 
that he's worried that he can't afford anymore, you know, because he's kind of got like a, a he's a writer, by the way. We never we never said I don't I think we might have said book, but he's a writer. Yeah. Um he writes these magazine articles apparently to kind of get that's how he gets his money. Yeah, but he's generally a novelist. He they show him like trying to get writing magazine work and he, he fails and you know, he's not very good. Well he gets it. He just gets uh blacklisted from it. Yeah. Or, yeah. So yeah, so he uh yeah, yeah, she she moves in with him end of season one, and and that's you know obviously going to throw a monkey wrench in any relationship moving in together. So mm. yeah, but um, as I think like as the show progresses, right, we get more involvement with the side characters too, right? So we get less yeah. involvement with the I guess the I don't know how to say it. like there's like the the you know the tertiary characters right, which are like we said are Paul. Becca and Vernon, so we get less involvement with them as the show goes on. Um, they're still around, but yeah, we get more involvement with Lindsay and Edgar, and less involvement with the with kind of the rest of the crew. Yeah, and um, the rapper, like they, they the rapper, uh, her, her rappers, like come, uh, kind of like disappear at some point and like come back, like in season five, like uh, oh, they're they're still around. It's just like they're. Um, less of uh, like i guess fully fleshed out character like not fully fleshed because they're obviously they've already been fully fleshed out but they're uh, yeah. they they are characters who um come and go they they're much like yeah. like like i said with Killian too you know he's very much he's basically for they they tried to cuz they were like okay we can't just have like you know her having like a mom best friend we need to change or not a mom her having like a housewife best friend yeah. we need to change and they're like, okay, well, we can't have this Killian kid running around, you know. So, uh, yeah, with TV shows, though, things change. Things kind of mutate as they go forward, you know, as you're telling that story. So, but it was yeah. just perfectly fine. Yeah, and I think, um, there, I think it's actually the first episode of the second season. It's an episode that I found extremely relatable. Again, I was like, man, this, this, like, there's definitely something I've lived a very similar version to where it was like um, they live together and they like go out and get drunk every night because they don't want to. And like neither of them wants to admit that like it's starting to catch up and they're starting to get tired and like not feel very well. So like because if they if either of them admits that they are getting too tired and can't drink every night and go out, then that means that they'd have to like stay in and therefore be domesticated. And they're like really fighting that um so the episode is like them trying to be like oh no like maybe we can just stay in and be like a normal couple and then of course being like actually no we can't do that at all yeah because um the thing is like they're always one of the key dynamics of their relationship is they're always trying to uh they're always worried what the other one's thinking right about yeah. them specifically because they're like they're never worried about like, the personal you know like like they're never too concerned with that. Ultimately, they do become concerned with that. The more as they like their relationship goes on, I feel. But yeah, they're never like super duper concerned with that. And they're they're more or less like more concerned with how they appear. You know their appearance. Yeah. Um, and you know I, I usually like usually I hate it when shows or movies do this where it's kind of like, oh well, you know if, if the characters wrote <laughs> something down on a notepad. Yeah. And like 
left it. I took this like idea from a pod. Like I don't even remember the podcast, but this guy said a long time ago. I was like that's pretty. It, it, he calls it his notepad rule. And it's like if the characters wrote down something on a notepad and left it for another character, that would kind of like explain it and kind of like wrap up the plot. You know, yeah. it would be. Um, they don't like that, but I. I it, which I typically agree with, but like it works and you're the worst because those are people that don't communicate their feelings at all to each other. Oh yeah, definitely. That's definitely a big part of like sitcoms is like, yeah, if you people just like sat down and told each other the truth, like none of this, none of the hijinks would happen, but then of course we wouldn't have a show, you know? Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, and, and, and one of the things too is that uh, um, they're very much, like I said, they're, they're very much like, um, more caring what the other person uh, uh, thinks of them, you know, like more so than, than their own. St- like, like b- in that episode they are talking about, both of them are, are too tired, but they can't admit it, you know, because what, what would God forbid, like one of them tells the other what they need, you know? Yeah. If God forbid one of them tells the other one the truth and like, Hey, you know, actually like, cause in a normal healthy relationship, you would be like, Hey, my body doesn't feel well. I think we should take a rest. But in their reality, it's like, no, like you would, like that would be such a betrayal, you know. Like <laughs> you, if the, he were to say that, like if Jimmy one were to the, say that to Gretchen or the other way around. Yeah, one of the most like true to life things I found because like that's not only, I mean that's pretty, you know, that's true. We all kind of like mask up, you know, around people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty true. But one of the the most true to life things that I think Jimmy does more so than Gretchen, but they both do, and I mean all the characters really do. If someone will say something and they won't respond to it, they'll have this facial expression and you know kind of like what they're thinking, but they develop this like really bad thought pattern, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like if they, like if Jimmy or, or Gretchen or, you know, any of the characters think that they're like, um, if they think that they're uh, going to get domesticated in any type of way, like you said, then it's, uh, you know, they're like, oh, no, it's the end of the world. Like, they immediately go to, like, worst case scenario, you know? Yeah. So, like, if she says, you know, like, later on in an episode, it's kind of like Jimmy gets drunk. And you don't, like, you, the viewer, don't hear him say this. but So you have to take Gretchen's word for it. But he says, I love you to Gretchen. And then she says, you know, I love you too, by the way. And he's like, I didn't oh, say yeah. that. You know? Well, yeah, we should say, like, yeah, that's how season two ends, basically, where she was like, when you were blacked out, you told me something really dark and fucked up and you don't know what it is until the very last line of the episode where she was like i love you too by the way and you just see the look on his face and you're like you know like it says everything right yeah it's really really good filmmaking it's really good it's really good performance as well like my thing about the show like i'm so glad that i saw aya cash in um the boys because like i said i feel like not only do i wish that i like I've ne- like I said I've never like had a friend to talk to uh, about this show with because like I feel like I'm the only person who's ever seen this show and but I also I would love to see these characters or these actors in like more stuff like I think everyone in the cast is amazing and like I would I want to see them like ah, man I want to see them in like more stuff I think everyone's amazing except for Edgar oh you're not a fan I'm not a fan no his mm. his his one note acting is uh not. He's a, he's a like I said he's kind of like a caricature I guess you know at certain oh. points he kind of he kind of develops later on but but yeah. at first he's like the I just have heroin you know he does that weird little like I don't know mouth he's through weed well he I does that you, later I told you but yeah but I told you my story about like yeah I used to 
as a Latino comedian, I did something similar at some point. I did a bit similar, maybe in college. <laughs> the character that comes in later too. That's pretty. Yeah, because yeah, because uh, yeah, Edgar takes uh takes improv. We'll get to that in a little bit, but though, but basically, yeah. But season two, right before it, like season two is the season where they do the uh, mental health arc where Gretchen. Uh, season two or season three? Is it season, I'm pretty sure it's season two, right? Yeah. Maybe I didn't know they did that early. Probably. Um, now that I'm thinking about yeah, it, yeah, I think it's season two. Um, because it's that's, that's where she gets in her funk. That's the best. Uh, yeah, that's the best one. Yeah, um, so that's like that's like the best bit of the show. That's like like I said, that's the whole reason I told you to watch the show in the first place. Like I said, it basically they just do a, a storyline where Gretchen is dealing with her clinical depression and you know one of the funks she just like gets in a funk and like it just hits her and. Uh, jimmy like tries to do everything he can to fix it and make it better and she's just like you can't make you just can't fix me you know you can't that's fix me, two dude. that's two very true to life things right very true yeah yeah it's the people the people who have major depression right and it's like you get in funks you you um lay around you kind of don't i think she says you know feel anything yeah she's like i can't feel anything like i'm sorry like yeah. I'm not mad, I'm not happy, I'm not whatever. I just can't feel. Like you know? nothing's funny. None of your show, none of your favorite shows, or you, you don't want to watch them. Like, yeah, it's all, it's all, yeah, it's all bad. Um, and Jimmy has the partner, right? Because he's the man, so he's yeah. to try and fix this, and he can't because it's not something you can fix. You know, it's not, it's not something that's broken in here. That's what I was saying. Right? She's like, she says she's broken. You know, she's not broken it's just something that yeah. people deal with right like as a person who deals with it himself you know it's yeah, not it's not like a, a super duper character flaw you know it's just something that happens yeah it's and, not like like it's not like she can't have a life you know yeah and and and, and jimmy jimmy it, as a person who doesn't deal with clinical depression jimmy's a person who thinks he can fix it right yeah like i, I think that's a very universal experience for people who have you know clinical depression so mm. like oh just you know like i'll take i'll <laughs> i'll take you out on this great sunday fun day and you'll 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 love it you know this is this yeah. we'll do all your favorite things and you'll be happy you know it's like well no she's, she's not happy it's it's a it's a bad she's in a bad place and it's not like going to her favorite bar and, and going to her favorite murder room is is gonna fixer yeah because they established sunday funny in season one i think where it's like oh it's this like ritual they do on sunday where they get drunk and do a bunch of stuff and then like in season two i think he does it surprise he surprises her with one and then like at the end she's like oh yeah i had a great time he's like oh so you're better and she's like what no and she's like that's when she <laughs> says like i think she straight up says like you can't fix me jimmy well, she tells that later, right? Because she's like, yeah. remember, because she's like, they have the Sunday fun day, and she's like, well, he can't fix me, and then he, she tells Lindsay, she's like, but what if he could, right? And then she goes, oh, I'm fixing Jimmy, right? Because, yeah. like, she wants him to feel better, right? And, and then she's later, lying. Yeah, she's obviously lying. It's very clear she's lying. You know, he doesn't, again, he's he's happy that he fixed her, and he, you know, like, obviously doesn't notice. Yeah, he doesn't notice the... uh the signs that he that she's still in her depressive funk, right? Yeah. Um yeah, the Sunday Sunday thing's great. It's a like you said, it's established 
it's a it's an episode that happens like almost every season. I think it happens every season. One season without um, it, because they get rid of it, yeah. right? Because they call well, yeah, one of season, them. Like, I, I don't think they do it in season four because they do it in season five because it's like the bachelor, uh, the bachelor, bachelorette thing. Yeah. So, the, but Sunday Funday, like I said, it's got, uh, you know, with the intro, it draws a lot from Community, right? So Community's got a like they have a paintball episode every season. So it's kind of like a sitcom thing where they have a, a something, you know, like a newer sitcom thing where they have a, a something episode every season, right? Yeah, and, and sometimes they'll have like a side character episode where they'll like they'll like focus on just the side characters or or and, and we'll get to it when we get to season five, the last season, but the first season of season five, maybe it's definitely my second favorite episode. Um it's like fucking amazing. It's like a completely different show basically. And we'll get to it. But oh um, okay, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I thought you were it's, talking about Paul Vernon episode. Oh no no no! I was talking about that one. Yeah, that, that one's incredible. Like, not to skip to you know again, yeah. we're in spoilers, so we're just gonna skip around, I guess. But like that that uh, it's very much the. Uh, I think it might have even been a spoof of the Sopranos episode where um you know where um Polly and Christopher get lost in the woods, right? There's oh an yeah episode, yeah yeah, and there's like the episode where Paul and Vernon get lost. <laughs> yeah like, yeah, it's amazing, dude. Yeah, and so. they have another one in the last season where, um, where it's just Paul and it's Paul Vernon and Becca. But uh, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, season two ends with like them saying that they love each other, and uh, season three is basically like uh, they're like together. It's like Lee. Oh, we should mention um, she has like a Zack Snyder esque boyfriend, like. He he looks very much like Eli Roth or Zack Snyder. I feel like no shade. Not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's very much. He's like a. There's this like a like successful director guy. Ty Lindsay. Ty yeah. Who uh again kind of looks like Zack Snyder and uh he's like a successful like a director and she like kind of has an on again off again thing with him. At one point she's like in his house doing his blow after they've just hooked up and like um she like calls jimmy and like it's it's a scene that shows that her and jimmy are like men for each other because like oh she's with this other guy but she's still thinking about jimmy it's kind of messed up honestly it's kind of it's a weird it's a weird scene but also that guy is very uh he's very weird because he's like he go he's like does he he went. To, he's the one of the guys who went to India one time and thinks he's a yogi. You know, he's a very like, scummy director guy. He's like, Namaste, everybody. Like, we just need to realign our chakras, and it's like such yeah. a weird, like, white person thing to do. Yeah, but yeah, he's a he's he's a very he's kind of a, like a recurring character too. Every once in a while, um, yeah. So she that's kind of like Gretchen's, like you know. She she before she met Jimmy, that was her ex, I guess. Her like hookup, steady yeah. hookup. Yeah, and she get she she has sex with them to get coke for the the rap group. Yeah, because they're like, bring us coke, and she's like, I don't. And they're like, bitch, we know you can get coke. And he's like, yeah. she's like, all right. So, um, yeah, and then like, Jim, oh, Jimmy is writing in season three. He's writing an erotic novel. Yeah, he wants to write the first literary erotic. <laughs> yeah. He says, what does he say? It's something meets, he's like, it's, it's smut meets like, 
so, like yeah, some weird really fancy yeah some fancy literary stuff what's interesting too is like so i jimmy's got a bunch of books in his house right so he's kind yeah. of like a party guy but he's also like a big reader because he's a writer you know yeah and um in the last season like he never reads any like you never see him like you know, he talks about a lot of books and stuff but he never yeah. like you know he's never like seen reading but on the on his night to nightstand he's got like volume whatever of uh now scars uh, oh yeah my struggle yeah so i thought that was you know and he talks about you know he's obviously a well-read guy yeah, um, he's very smart. I I love Nascar. Yeah, it's very cool. I love I love that. Even in season the last season, season five, he like there's a famous. It's my favorite episode, but yeah, it's in my favorite episode where he's like hiding in check and he hides it inside volume three. I think of my struggle. Yeah. Um. um but yeah, but season uh, season three, right? You said he's writing. So he's mm-hmm. he's he's uh he did he already did the magazine work in season two, right? Yeah. He interviewed. A actress, which um, leads to uh, them having to get even at each other, <laughs> yeah, because he he cheats, right? Um, well, they're not exclusive. That's the thing. They're they're not exclusive. Yeah. They're they're like, well, we can bone whoever we want, and then he has sex with this this prolific actress lady, and then um, Gretchen's like, well, you know, I, I need to mm. need to to make it even and she has sex with an ex and he's like i uh i still i need to make it even because like you know they're kind of he's like well that's not really even like she's a hot actress and you had sex with like this dopey ex or whatever. yeah yeah <laughs> it's fired from so he's he's got quote unquote a civil war beard because yeah. he's got a mullet linking up with his mustache or a uh or sorry sideburns linking up with his mustache and she walks into the coffee shop wherever, and he's got a union hat on, which I thought was great. <laughs> yeah. She yeah, she hooks up with the absolute gummiest guys. Yeah. Um, um no, I, I, we should say like season two, yeah, Jimmy's family from England comes to visit. They're all just like trash people from England. Uh, uh, quote, quote from Lindsay, I didn't know that England they're like Alabama people from England. Yeah, exactly. And then, because in season three, uh, he finds out his dad dies. Uh, he has to deal with that. And Gretchen, that's kind of, like, very overwhelming for her to have to deal with, like... Because uh, it's, like, one of those things where it's like, oh, this is why they said nothing serious. Because they didn't want to have to deal with, like, serious stuff like this, you know? Yeah, and, and what's interesting is, like, so so Jimmy kind of, like, pretends that Gretchen's fixed. And then, you know, he tells her, she's like, oh, you, like... The, the most unreal, unrealistic part of her depression is that she was like, oh, you can bring me out of it. It's like, that doesn't happen <laughs> at all. Yeah. You know, like, there are times where you get, like, they can bring you back from the edge, but, like, bringing you out of, like, a funk is not really a thing that kind of happens. Um, yes. But, yeah, so uh, he's like, oh, you weren't on medicine, you know? So that's kind of, like, the big reveal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he's like, well, you so you weren't even taking anything? Yeah. Um, season three, I think, is also when Edgar discovers smoking weed because, like, I think he like takes meds and they have like sexual side effects. So and he just doesn't like them. And they make him feel yeah. Like no, shit. he he's taking a bunch of meds. They're numbing him too much because yeah. he gets a he he goes to improv class. He starts boning the improv improv teacher becomes she becomes his uh his girlfriend 
and yeah. um, he can't he can't really uh, the VA won't help him. He starts taking his meds. There's that great. This is one of the best episodes in my opinion. This is like where Edgar's actor was actually really good, you know. Um, and I think he kind of went downhill when they like made him okay, quote unquote, right? Like with yeah, the sure. weed smoking. Um, but uh, there's a an episode where one of its one episode is from Jimmy and Gretchen's perspective like a regular episode. And then the yeah. very next episode is that it's same from episode. Edgar's, yeah. It's season three. From Edgar's yeah, perspective. Yeah. Cause we should say like, basically Edgar has this like relationship with his improv teacher. Um, it's fucking amazing. Like it's very hard. Like you've caught, you were really smart when you compared it to um, Barry. Like it, there's a very similar thing of like a female actress dealing with like specifically female issues. Cause she has this thing of like she's been doing it way longer because again, Do- uh, Edgar digs. Edgar uh, gets Doug Benson's attention by doing Doctor Weed, Doctor Weed, and like, but basically for the rest of the show, he's like a comedy writer and you know, he has his ups and downs. But she's like, you know, I've been doing this way longer. I'm a woman, like you know, it's not the same for me. Like you know, I'm you know, it's very like dark and very like vulnerable and like I mean I don't know, like it's it's um. It's hard to watch at times, I think. We've talked about that. Like, it's, like, it's very... It's some of the darkest moments of the show when, like, he's trying to, like... Edgar's trying to, like, console her uh, about her, like, lack of success, basically. There's that great episode, and I think it's... I'm pretty sure it's in season three, too. So there's a lot of great episodes in season three, but the one where um, all the couples are fighting different parts of uh, jimmy's house and start fighting yeah that's a pretty great episode and you realize oh like everyone's got problems right like like paul and Lindsay start fighting um you know uh because like her whole thing is that she wants a a divorce from paul but she realizes like paul's uh you know good for her even though he's boring uh, she starts cucking him yeah she starts cucking him. she gets pregnant so she takes his uh she takes a sperm like she say they have sex when he meets up with a girl, like, so Paul yeah. wants to get divorced with her basically. Right. Cause mm-hmm. she's like, starts cheating on him. And, um, then what happens is he meets up with a girl who's, uh, I don't remember her, the actress's name now. Um, but she, she does a lot of sign language. Oh yeah. 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 She's a, a new girlfriend. Yeah. So she's from a show that I really like called the magicians. Um, you can watch it on on Netflix if you still have Netflix, you know. Um, yeah, but she she obviously knows sign language in real life because she she signs um, in in the magicians. Yeah, her name is her name is uh, Magina Tova. Yeah, and so she's uh, yeah she's great. Oh, she's in Spider Man too. That's cool. She's yeah, the yeah. oh she, she's the neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, he gets her. She's like a good fit for Paul. Um, it, but so by uh, you know impregnating herself because they have sex, she keeps the condom, freezes it, puts it in the microwave, to, yeah. turkey basters it up. Gets which pregnant. obviously doesn't. Work. I remember watching me like this. Is fucking, this is a, there's no way this is gonna work. Yeah, it works. Um, and miraculously, and uh, yeah, so. And then she starts cucking him, and so they're they're fighting, right? They're they're yeah. in a, they're in a spat, and then 
Edgar and his girlfriend are in a fight, and then uh, Gretchen and Jimmy are in a fight. So that's a great episode where they're all separately fighting. And they all are hearing each other, too. You know, they're all judging. Uh, well, them. I, does it work, or is it that they had sex already in the... No, it worked. It, hmm. it, she freezes his sperm and then reheats it in the microwave and turkey basers and is like, oh, it probably didn't work. It really hurt. And then she's like, actually, it did work randomly. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, no. Um but yeah, she cucks him. Um Yeah, and then like Oh, but all that to say was the Edgar fight. Sorry, like all that to say was the Edgar and his girlfriend, like you said, that kind of mirrors Barry where they're both in showbiz. She's she's having a fight because he's he's like she's she's like you're a diversity hire, essentially, you know? And he's like, really, which is like super racist. Yeah. So, and he's like, what the fuck? Like, you know, and starts freaking out on her, which is like fair. Like, but weed. Yeah, both is like fair enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, like, but it's like just because, like, I get that you've suffered a lot of like unfair shit, but like, as soon as people start being like, so now I'm going to be racist about it, it's like, all right, that's when like it just. But yeah, that's what I'm saying is like the thing about fun. like. The thing about that and Barry both is like it shows kind of like LA people, like, you know, yeah, yeah, like willing sure. to throw their significant under other. Well, you're under just the a fucking like, yeah. Oh, that's uh very true. We've we've talked. I I mean, uh, you know, not I I told you some stories uh off pod. <laughs> like uh, you know, that's very true to life as far as I've I've uh, experienced. You know, people people will like very quickly like uh you know throw that uh good uh liberal values out of the window you know yeah for sure um but yeah but uh basically season three ends with um like so because his family his family visits season two they die in, his dad dies in season three and um he like proposes to her and they're gonna get married and then she says oh now we can start a family and something about the word family triggers him and so he like classic 1960s guy style just like drives away and so season four is all about like him like laying low being incognito and then like you know resurfacing and then like um getting gretchen's love back winning her back basically you forgot you forgot about one of the best episodes of season three which again that's a great season but like the best things is that in season three he uh wants to he's like i don't want to you know who am i now that my dad's died Um, oh yeah and so he builds a treehouse, right, in his mm. backyard. And he goes up there and he says he gets everything from a different perspective. And, and one of the final shots of that that episode is him looking at Gretchen, you know, and he's like, oh, mm. shit. Like, he kind of realizes, like, I don't know if I can spend, you know, my life with her. And then when he, he proposes to her, right, uh, in season three, and then she's like, and we can be a family, you know. And then that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying is, like, those triggering words, you know, you better be – you really don't know, like, like that's the most probably besides the Gretchen depression thing is probably the most yeah, true yeah. to true to life thing where there's a lot of like words and, and phrases and the way people act and react to things that could really like trigger people, you know, in certain yeah. ways. In these very silent ways that even the people themselves don't know. Like, I mean, oh, yeah, I um, yeah, no, I had something like that happen to me with me one time randomly. It was with a podcast. And they're talking something about like uh, climate change or something, and it just like something just clicked in me that day. I just I remember very vividly, and I just like 
like it was like the light shut off right and so for the rest of like the next few weeks i was just like everything sucked every i like i didn't get any enjoyment out of anything you know yeah it's very it's very weird yeah but um like you said season four right yeah it starts off with um so the first episode is about jimmy what he's been up to it's been three months it's a time time jump from from the you know two seasons it's been three months jimmy's um moved out of the house he's in a camper uh, he's in a trailer park and uh, he does nothing but he does construction work. Yeah. And he doesn't have his phone on, turned off. He let it die. There's three months mm-hmm. of worth of dust on it. He's got a landline. He's going to the bars. He's drinking. He's, he's written books from the library. Right? He's, he's living a very simple, simple life. He's hanging out with, uh, he's hanging out with this old curmudgeon that lives in the trailer park. And, uh, you know, the curmudgeon can't, he can't be, you know, who he's supposed to be. You know, he's like too, yeah. he's an old guy, right? And he, he won't let go of like his youth. And he's alone yeah. and the episodes, you know, Jimmy kind of realizes like, I need to go and face the music, basically. He, yeah. he turned on his phone, when he turned on his phone, he's got like a bajillion texts. Yeah. yeah. Calls, everything, obviously. Um, second episode... Uh, is Gretchen's point of view for the three months, and it's uh, it's uh, not not the entire three months. It's Gretchen's been living. She moved out. She moved in with Lynn. So, oh, so Edgar and his girlfriend break up, right? Yeah, um, he started hooking up with Lindsay. So he's hooking up with Lindsay. Uh, so Edgar's still living in the house. Gretchen moved out. She can't leave Lindsay's house. She's been working from home and yeah. pretending to her clients that she's in. Uh, that she's in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. So and, she, um, uh, she's afraid to leave because she thinks Jimmy's still in LA and what if she runs into him? Yeah. Um, and like we said, Lindsay and Edgar are hooking up. They kind of hook up, I think, for the rest of the show, basically, yep. until like the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, uh, like again, season four is about like him eventually resurfacing. It's the second episode, I think, was where, or the third episode is when he um returns. Jamie returns back to the house and like um he like makes up um like he like it kind of looks like he's making up with Gretchen, but it turns out he's not actually um she's not actually forgiven him or whatever. That's great, yeah. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. I can see how you yeah. would leave me for three months." <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, like, "Here's my here's the copy of my book that I wrote," and then throws it to her, and she she has her hands out, and it just falls to her hands. She's like, "Come on, Lindsay, let's go get Korean barbecue." <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's a fucking hard show. There's a lot of episodes like that where, like, at the very end, or they'll just like twist it at the very end. There's an episode like in season five where like it ends where she was like. Oh great, Jimmy! I'm glad I, to know you're just as much of a lying piece of shit as I am. And like, she's just like, uh, they just after that, it's just a lot of face acting and stuff. Um, so brutal, dude. Yeah, she, she's she's very brutal in this season too. Because like, yeah, obviously Jimmy deserves it, right? I, I think it's not. I think it's like you know, obviously Jimmy was such a piece of shit leaving her up there, proposing to her, and then leaving her up there. You know, and then yeah. so, but she's brutal. I mean, some of the shit's just. Oh Dude, my God, yeah, so she hooks up. She hooks up with this guy named Boone. Uh, Ty's best she, friend. 
make sure that Jimmy hears it. Uh, She's, uh, she invites him. She she lives downstairs and like yeah. invites him over and has sex with him in Jimmy's house because she paid rent apparently, which you know we yeah. never found out about until now. Um, but she's like, I'm gonna still live here, and then she like moves into like his bedroom and throws the bed out the window and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> does all, all this like you know stuff to get back at him. And there's that great episode where he's doing the interview for People Magazine, yeah. and she's like, Oh yeah, Jimmy, we can be together. And he's like, Oh wow. She's like. Yeah, we can be fiance or whatever, and then she uh, invites Boonerbird and Jimmy, which is uh, incredible. And then Edgar goes down there to like basically tell her to leave, and she's like the ring or whatever. She's like uh, doing the gravelly voice, like the, I yeah. won't leave. You know, yeah, creepy. And he's just like, she's a demon. I need to leave. <laughs> um, there's an episode in here. It's a Lindsay and Becca episode where they go. Um... To look for Lou Diamond Phillips from La Bamba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty crazy episode. I love that one. Uh, we should say essentially like um, Gretchen and Jimmy end up back together, right? Yeah, of course. Well, and then um, what was it like? What was it? I forgot what the... Oh, Jimmy. The... Jimmy's hooking up with some bartender too, right? Yeah, so the side plot is that Jimmy is uh, more devastated, I think, from the, the you know. So, so, so Gretchen gets scared because, like, she's dating Boone, who's got a daughter. Yeah. Um, and she's becoming too attached to the daughter. Uh, and the daughter, or sorry, the daughter's becoming too attached to her. Yeah. And so Jimmy, um, Jimmy essentially, yeah, so he, he meets his bartender Starts like trying to hook up with her, tries to have sex with her on her bar. She's like, no, I'll come pick you up. And you know, yeah. Jimmy's still in love with uh still in love with Gretchen. Gretchen like takes her <laughs> her vibrator and Christmas lights that set fire to her apartment, just that yeah. fire to his car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is great. They're they're um, like like I said, like she's very brutal. Like I mean, so is he. Like he's like Well like, he, again, he he's a piece of shit too. Like Yeah, the thing is like he expects her to, you know, you, you feel bad, right, for him, but also yeah. like such a piece of shit that like you you go, oh yeah, he like left her for three months in like a catatonic stupor, you know. Yeah. So it's like she's doing all this shit to get back at him, and it's like no one's right in this situation, but still, but, like, like, but he like he puts up with it because you're like, oh, he loves her, right? Uh, uh, right. Know? He's trying to he's trying to, and then she, you know, she says to to. She says to them that like no one fights for her, right? Like that's the thing that's like her cost. Yeah. She she thinks that she's unworthy. She says no one fights for me because I'm unworthy of love. Yeah. yeah. And there's that like heartbreaking where he Jimmy runs in and punches Boone's ex wife's boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and they like, take that, but sorry, Boone, but I had to. Yeah. She's like, you fucking idiot. That's not yeah. Boone. That's nathan or whatever <laughs> um yeah that's really funny um essentially that like you said yeah like uh gretchen gets scared away hooks up with jimmy there's a really funny moment in the second to the last episode of season four where like she wakes up and she thinks jimmy's abandoned her and uh turns out that he just like went to get breakfast or something oh yeah that that's one of the, the reasons she goes back to to boom yeah because yeah. like yeah, so so the thing is, like, she just kind of tells Jimmy in that moment, she's like, you realize that, like, 
it's a it's my it's it's your fault as much as it is it, like it is my fault like she's like that's not fair i can yeah. like yeah i i agree with you for your past actions but like you can't even get up and bring me chocolate eclairs without me thinking that you're gonna leave me because that's yeah. what happened he yeah. left her you know so it's a fair it's a fair reaction from both of them he's like that's not fair i'm not gonna do that again yeah but she's also like you've already done it so like it's not it no it's not technically fair but like at the same time like there's precedence for it you know there's yeah. there's precedence and and also like her abandonment issues so she she kind of says to him like uh you know later on she feels like he's not going to stay and he's, he's going to run at the first opportunity. Right. Um, and I think like, I think the final, like I said, the final episode where of the season where he's like, she's in, she's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to be with Boone, you know? Um, and then she realizes that the reason, so Boone asks her to move in with him because she, He's afraid of like losing her, you know. So it's a, yeah. it's like selfish to, of him because Lindsay tries to break them up, and so he just like is goes move in with me, right? She, he doesn't like actually, you know, want her to yeah. move here. And Jimmy, right? She's like, I realize like I'm choosing neither of you, and then runs out, and then Jimmy gets in the car, and of course she's like, "Fuck that, let's go." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which so, is a yeah. great, like it, hell yeah it, it, moment. It's a yeah, it's a great like cheering moment at the end of season four. They end up together. She's like, yeah, of course I'm picking Jimmy. Uh, but although fought, she's like, you fought for me. There, there's <laughs> a yeah, 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 and that's beautiful. That like shit like that when yeah when man there there's there's a few seasons like few few uh, moments like that in season five that really got me. Um, but then so that's how season five four ends, and then so season five the first season of season five. Like I said, it's my second favorite episode just because it's not really like a real, it's not like a Jimmy and like it is Jimmy and Gretchen, but like it, it does, it's a very like outside of the norm episode. Like my favorite episode is actually episode four of season five, which we'll talk about here in a second. Um, but this is like my second favorite because it's like, I just think it's really cool, but it's not a very normal episode. Basically, it starts out, there's this love story. It's like the ultimate like 90s video store love movie. Like, the story about like a guy who works in a video store um he like loves movies that he has this like section and then this girl co- comes in and she's like oh let me applaud the guy who did this and then she actually like insults him because she's like you just ripped this list off uh, oh yeah but no one watches his movies right like it's a section yeah, yeah. That he gets his movies from because they're like foreign films and older films and he has a he has a best friend who is like suspiciously 90s like he has like i can't really do the voice but he's like yeah man you need to go into the matrix you know <laughs> yeah. like, i know we're saving uh the hackers for like a uh, friend but like uh we're, we're saving it for a specific guest but i wish he would have seen it because i was basically like a straight up hackers like lift where like um they like season she, five she, is she, a like, couple of those couple of those movie references right they kind of yeah. do, like i said they kind of do a community with some of the movie references yeah well basically in this one um because she's like i'll go on a date with you there's this one movie on the list that no one can find it's like lost or whatever she's like if you find this movie um i'll go out with you and so him and his friend say the name of the, the movie say the name of the movie oh, which is the name of the episode um in the intransigence, intransigence, oh, the intransigence of, love. of love. Yeah. Yeah. The intransigence of love. Yeah, I can say that. 
this, is this like a sobriety test or something, man? <laughs> no, I was saying like, no, I was just, just saying, um, you know, just to yeah. say the name of the other, because it's, it's thematic, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because essentially, yeah, so he finds the tape, but um, through again, this is all set in the night. What's up? Through a VR headset. Yeah, they uh, yeah they like go into the they, they hack they hack the system of uh of the French critic, and this is straight up. This is like again, this is straight up from like the movie Hackers, like where it's like you have to find a cinematic way to show the internet, but it's not actually how the internet works because like they put on these VR headsets and suddenly they're like literally there's like literal file cabinets and stuff where they're like find the file, man, and he's like. You know, that, that like, critic is like bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's straight up like '90s video game shit. Uh, but <laughs> he like finds the tape, but she has a boyfriend. But then she hooks up with him anyway. But then she goes back to her boyfriend, and then like it's this like well, lot. She, she finds the ta- he finds the tape, gets brings it from the virtual world into the room. Um, and you go, okay, what's going on? Like I don't know what's exactly. Yeah. Like and so um, she, uh, uh, what you call? It? So 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 he he tells her I found it, and then she's like, oh, like. And then this guy comes up, stop, babe, right? Like, yeah, like fucking jock guy. Come on, let's go get drunk, you know? Yeah. And then she's like, all right, well, don't watch it without me. I'll see you later. Then like months go by, it's piling dust, right? This videotape, and then one day she comes in in the pouring rain. He's watching some French film or something, and she's like, "Did you watch her tape?" He's like, "No." She's like, well, "Let's watch it." They hook up. Yeah. They don't. They still won't watch it. You know. Yeah. They kind of hook up real quick. Boyfriend comes back. She leaves him, right? Which yeah. leads to like the break in the episode. We find is- out basically that like. This is Gretchen and Jimmy, and they're telling their love story, but it's, like, a straight-up just made-up story. And this is just them, like, you know, making shit up, basically. Yeah, the story of how they met. And yeah, so Gretchen stops the story because she's like, that's not fair. The girl doesn't leave, right? Yeah. Um, and then what's in- what I find interesting is that Jimmy's story is characters. Mm-hmm. Um, that he invents Gretchen's story is them is like in like when she's telling the story it's Gretchen and Jimmy yeah um which I think tells you it's a great nod of uh how their characters interpret things right yeah yeah so like Jimmy says a little later on we'll kind of reference it talking about he says he uses characters to kind of shield some of his feelings yeah well when he yeah. writes his vows at the because basically Season five is about building up to their wedding. And when it comes to the vows, like he freaks out when he finds out Gretchen never wrote hers uh, on the day of the wedding, right before the wedding. But then he admits that he actually had to invent a character in order to like, like he didn't like when he wrote his vows, he was actually writing in character as a guy who loves his fictitious wife or something. So uh, even he, like, couldn't be honest with his emotions. He had to, like, pretend. He had to make up a guy. He had to do the classic Twitter thing of make up a guy. Yeah, so um, he uh, – so in the first episode, she she tells a story, and it's a story about – so, so you know, in Jimmy's story, it's like, well, I think I'm just meant to watch – some people are meant to watch films, just watch them, and then others are meant to make them. Yeah. And so Gretchen's character, the female character, ends up making films. 
yeah. then Jimmy's character ends up being a critic, uh, a, yeah. a film critic. So he ends up being the guy who's meant to watch them. Um, and then they it's great. like if you're if you're like a movie lover, it's like a very like romantic movie lover type story. Yeah, yeah, very much so. It's it's, it's a great it's, the, it's a great it's episode. the letterbox rom com, the ultimate letterbox rom com. <laughs> so what are they? So why are they telling the story though? They're telling the story to um, <laughs> mooch off of uh, wedding wedding venues, right? Yeah, yeah, they're trying to like scam wedding venues into like giving them money and giving them like giving them like getting free stuff or whatever. They're stealing, yeah, they're stealing booze and trying cakes and everything. (laughs) Yeah, and yeah, essentially, yeah, like, like again, like they like there's like they kind of tease it. Like there's a an episode early in season five where I think it's the second episode where like they're about about supposed to elope, but both of them forgets about it, but they don't want the other one to know. So, like, they, like, both make up these, like, elaborate stories. They both try to lie to each other and be like, oh, like, because basically he freaks out. He's like, oh, Gretchen's going to think I forgot. And Edgar's like, well, what if I beat you up? And he's like, that's a very stupid. He's like, I'll beat you up and just we'll tell him you got jumped. And he's like, that's stupid. And that's literally what uh, Gretchen and Lindsay do. Like, yeah, uh, so- she lets her kick her ass. So one of the reasons that they forget. <laughs> so. Edgar, uh, so Jimmy's reason is that Edgar's trying to talk him into having a wedding. Yeah. And so he loses track of time that way. Well, and, no, no. Um, drinking, uh, Jimmy is regaling the bar. He's like, everyone at the bar is listening to him talk about his hypothetical wedding. And like, yeah. it's very romantic and everyone's like enthralled. And then he's like, oh shit, we're 45 minutes late. Meanwhile, Gretchen is like masturbating. Having sex with her bathroom. <laughs> yeah, she like she got this new bathroom, so she's like masturbating with uh, a bidet essentially. Uh, in a wedding dress. <laughs> yeah, in a wedding. It's pretty that fucked so, up. I think so like because like, like the, it was so funny because like she gets a promotion at work because she me tos her boss. Yeah, she me tos her boss to get his office, and then it turns out he actually. So happened to be an abuser, and so people are like, "Oh, we're thank you. You're very brave." Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> and she she goes, "I call this office right." She's like, yeah. "Back off! I called it. It was mine." And they're like, "We just want to say thank you because he's been sexually like abusing us." Yeah, she, like, wait, he was actually because... he was an actual abuser. She's like, "Oh shit, he really was." Yeah, um... <laughs> which is incredible. It's such a but yeah, such I, a great joke. I, I think these like first four episodes of season five are like the peak of the show for me. Because season four or episode four, essentially in the episode before, uh, it's Jimmy in the finds face, out too, in yeah. the wedding dress. She's like, she tells um, she tells uh, Lindsay to punch her in the face, and Lindsay calls yeah. her like a bitch or something and hits her. Lindsay like fucks her up, and she is like telling her, she's like, I'm sorry. She was like. Uh, I'm sorry. You, I said that you you were you've never been in love, and she's like, "It's true," and she's like beating her up. It's pretty funny. Yeah, and then um, she puts a she puts a concrete block on her car. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, so like crashes her car to be like. So she's like, "Oh," and like, and Jimmy's like, "Oh," that he he can instantly figure out what she did because he's like, he's like, "Oh, Edgar said the same thing," and I know Lindsay's just as stupid as Edgar, so she probably. Well, he, yeah, he does that, but also. The, she gives it up because he at first he believes her a little you know he's yeah. like kind of believing her but then she's just like i was standing out on the street all day you know and he's just like did you think that the court he's like you've never been to the courthouse so yeah you know, he, you thought it was a kiosk. Like a, yeah. 
It was like a kiosk. You've never been to City Hall, so you would think he was like not even for a parking ticket. Yeah, and then so basically, season three or episode three, really quickly, is just like uh, finding that she has credit card debt, so he sells his version of the script to the studio. Season uh, episode four, season five, my favorite episode ever. Uh, basically, it starts with Jimmy getting a seven hundred thousand dollar check for uh, selling a script, and like. <laughs> He's fucking giddy. He's like, he very smartly makes the decision not to tell Gretchen. She leaves for work. Like, he's like, and like, again, he like tries to hide it in NASCAR in his like My Struggle Volume 2. My favorite part, he like jacks off just to the check. <laughs> just like, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. That rules so much. I, I love that. Um, but he yeah, the whole. Paul. What's that? He tells Paul, he tells Paul about the check because Paul's a. Uh... Yeah, Paul's. Oh a, yeah, uh, yeah. He's like a investment lawyer. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, he's a like an accountant. He's like, because yeah, he calls yeah. Paul and he's like, "What do I do with my money?" Basically. And Paul's like, "Quick, give me a dollar." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's like, "Well, he's like, you know, as your friend, I would say like, he keeping them from from things from your wife is like, keeping something like this from your wife is fucked up." But you know, he's like, uh, as your accountant, I would say, what money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it's great and great. like because because the episode is like everyone's trying to get like uh money out of jimmy because like they find out becca, he's rich and becca comes yeah. over and her plan is to um be naked in his bed and then take a picture you know and be like i'm in your bed like i i slept with you gretchen's gonna whatever and then his yeah. his plan was it was like i'm gonna send this to your mom because you said you had a vaginal birth or whatever and she's just like how much yeah. she's like 500 bucks she's like here i'll venmo you <laughs> yeah yeah Which and so good. yeah oh, they, they do that later in the season where they're like they're doing um a bachelorette bachelorette party and like it's a bachelor bachelorette party and like uh paul tells him that essentially like he got becca pregnant and Vern was there too, and it was like a three-way thing, kind of basically. And yeah. uh, he's like, "How much is this worth to you?" He's like, "A thousand dollars." And so then, like, Jimmy comes Vin- a bit where, like, yeah, we're like, Paul will get like these Venmo uh, alerts, and it'll be like, "So and so sent you a thousand dollars," and like that means that someone's about to like tell a secret or whatever. Uh, yeah, because they 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 essentially become a throuple. Um, yeah, the rest of the the rest of the season is like uh Jimmy gets head from uh the flower girl, the uh florist, I mean, sorry. Uh but um yeah, so like he's very like uh <laughs> um he gets like in trouble. Well, he like oh, you got to say you got to say too Gretchen's been stealing Edgar's pills. Oh yeah, Gretchen starts to, well, but well a little bit before that, he um he essentially like uh like so he gets hedged from because there's an episode where like everyone's telling jimmy what a good boy he is so like it ends with him getting a blowjob from uh the florist and uh so he invents fuck week so that they can like go he out doesn't invent it he just he proposes he proposes yeah because gretchen like, they, sets the rule <laughs> yeah but like basically he's like fuck week we fuck whoever we want and like the thing is he doesn't actually fuck anyone Gretchen actually doesn't either until the very end she does. And then when she finds out that essentially Jimmy invented it so that he could like get away with like getting a blowjob, uh she like freaks out and you know, she's like, You're a piece of shit. Like you made me obsessed with like some random guy basically. Um 
And then, like, eventually, like, she gets really mad at him. And then, so, like, to fix it, he's like, what do you want me to do, suck a dick? And she's like, yeah, Jimmy, go suck a dick. That would make me feel a lot better. And uh, eventually he does actually, like, suck another guy's dick. Um, just it's to be couple, like, don't... It's a couple they meet at uh, yeah. at a cake tasting. And because they, they spent so much money on the wedding, uh, on their wedding, Mm. that they're like we go to these things to get back at the wedding industrial complex or whatever yeah, like scam them or whatever yeah yeah so um, um, yeah so they meet them they become couple friends um yeah he, jimmy sucks is that guy's dick right because yeah. he's like is that guy because he tries to go on grinder and then like guy's definitely it, it doesn't, you know? doesn't yeah it, do, it doesn't work out and then he's like this it's, is the um, app my brother uses <laughs> It's it's a uh, it's the guy from Grandma's Boy, right? It's the uh, video game inventor from Grandma's Boy. Um, but yeah, so he goes on Grinder, and the guy from Grinder like kicks Jimmy out, and um, gives him zero eggplants. Yeah, gives him zero eggplants. Um, and yeah, the rest of the season, like essentially, yeah, I mean, like we can just say, like you know, uh, Gretchen kind of has second. Like, Jimmy keeps, like, planning for the wedding, and he feels like he's the only one, and, like, uh, Gretchen isn't, like, uh, involved in it, basically, and, like, she, like yeah, said, cause... She, she's, she's stealing Edgar's pills, she gets fired from her job. Yeah, she gets fired, because she's, she's ste- so she's stealing Edgar's pills, and she's so, she's so, she's in, she's depressed again, was what we yeah. should say, you know, she's in a funk, obviously. Her pills stopped working. She's stealing a bunch of hardcore shit. Jimmy's not worried about it, right? Because he can't bring it up yeah. to her. The main thing is like um, with her is that um, she is told she's doing a good job. And so like with the couple, so like one of the things I was going to say too about the episode with the couple is that uh, Gretchen ruins the relationship intentionally because yeah. she's so worried about about like commitment to this couple yeah so she, she like freaks right. out and she goes because because she is she's like oh my god because when jimmy tells her she sucks a dick or he sucked a dick she's like oh my god jimmy oh my god i can't believe you did that for me yeah we're fine right but then like later at dinner everyone's laughing about it she just like randomly switches up and she's just like you did what oh my god that's disgusting or whatever and as soon as the couple leaves she's like oh no i'm fine i just i just didn't want to like commit that lady was a little intense because she basically because the woman tells her once you're in with me you're in for life yeah. and she's so like, it's, yeah, a, I don't like it's a commitment yeah yeah she's yeah. afraid of commitment and so like in, in her job her, her boss tells her like you're you're actually great at your job and like if you yeah. applied yourself so she signs this um uh, what is it like a YouTube rap guy, SoundCloud yeah. rapper guy? He's like Trailer Park White rapper guy, knock, and knock. so he, yeah, knock knock. So he, um, essentially is going to do a collab with Sam. It's this big event, and uh, Gretchen sabotages it because she can't, she doesn't yeah. want to hurt one artist's feelings over the other. You know, yeah. so she sabotages it, and then you think initially you go, oh, well, like she's still fine, you know, at work. Nope, she's got fired lindsay's still working there at her work um yeah lindsay's sleeping. sleeping with the boss and um yeah like so like it's because like edgar finds out and he like she, at first she's really mean to him but then he like he's like why didn't you tell jimmy and she kind of breaks down and like begs him not to tell jimmy 
And uh, eventually she just kind of tells Jimmy and he doesn't really, like, care. He's just like, whatever. But, like, Edgar knows that it's fucked up because of, like, the way, like, they just keep hurting each other and then, like, not doing anything about it. And I wanted to say, like, so, like, the second of the last episode, there's, like, a scene. Because, like, she's, like, getting prepared for a wedding and, like, Lindsay ditches her because her mom shows up. So, like, mom is, like, super intense and, like, you know, they have this, like, confrontation and, you know, her mom tells her something like, uh, you know, people don't want to hear about your problems because it's only going to drive them away. And it's very, like, it was very, like, uh, it, it hit close to home for me, uh, for sure. And, um, yeah, it kind of sets up the final episode or whatever. Yeah, so her mom, so while they're getting ready, Edgar takes out Jimmy, and Jimmy tells Edgar eventually, like, he's like, yeah, you are, you've always been my best man. He's like, as long, like you've yeah. also always been my best friend, right? And he kind of, like, finally tells Edgar. And in a moment of, like, maybe a little character assassination, I feel like, um, Edgar tells him, don't marry Gretchen. Yeah, that's the that's the, the the so they're both getting a don't marry. So Gretchen gets it from her mom. Yeah, she's like, don't. She's like, you blame everyone else for your problems. Um, you know, like marriage sucks. Like I don't think you're gonna do the right choice with Jimmy. You know, don't marry him. And then Edgar tells Jimmy, don't marry Gretchen. And then Ed, and then Jimmy's like, get get the hell out of here. I don't want to see you. You know. Yeah. Cause he's like, I don't ever want to see you again. And so that's the end of the, that's what I can't, I can't believe I feel really bad about texting you. Cause you were watching it. Cause like you, you had said, so you'd seen the show back in the day. You really liked it, but you were saving the last, uh, what was it? Season? You the were last saving- season for, yeah. Last season. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I felt really bad. Cause I was like, damn, I can't believe Ed- like Edgar had no right. Like in, in my opinion, both as a person and as a character, had no right to to say that. Yeah, it's pretty cringe, but like, I mean, he is right ultimately. Like, well, I don't, I don't think I don't think it's just cringe. I think like it's it's contrary to what Edgar was doing before that episode. Mm. Edgar's always been trying. He's always told Gretchen, Jimmy that Gretchen's good for him. You know. Yeah, that's true. And, and then he it's very it's very like it's a very out of character moment. Well, uh, also, ultimately, so, like, this whole season, we forgot to say, is flashing forward. And oh, it's, yeah. uh, it's supposed to, like, confuse you as to, like, what's going on, right? Because it's, yeah. it's, it's intentionally, like, obscuring, you know? Um, like, maybe they don't end up together in the future. Yeah, because, like, Gretchen checks in alone to a hotel room. Like, the yeah. house is being sold by Jimmy. Jimmy gets into a car with the florist, right? Like, Edgar's being chased through the woods, you know, and, yeah. tux- and all this stuff. And then... Uh, yeah, so, so the last episode, essentially, right, yeah. Edgar parks outside and is like, I'm going to wait here because I still think it's a bad idea. Yeah. And then I feel like Gretchen kind of, uh, like I said, it's a little bit of a character, not assassination necessarily, but like Gretchen's right to feel this way. And she, she tells him, you know, like. She's really so, mean to him. Yeah, Jimmy's like get out of here, you know, basically, yeah. like, I don't want you here, and he makes Vern the new best man, and, uh, you know, and then Lindsay spills the beans to... Yeah. And she tells, she tells uh, Edgar, it turns out you're the stupid one, 
like you're the dumb one of the group because you're the one that broke up the group. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Gretchen hears about Edgar. She goes and sits in his car and she tells him she's like, you know, any other girlfriend would like be upset that you're still living here, but like you're a mooch. Like you're a, you know, she basically calls him like well, a well, well, she says that like she's like any other girlfriend wouldn't have put up with you for so long, but she did. Um, yeah. And she's like, uh, Jimmy will never respect you. It's, she's very harsh. Yeah, she's like, I used to feel sorry for you. Like, but I, she's, I used to feel sorry for you, but I could never respect you. Well, she's you like, know? after the first 2,000 times, it's it's not his fault anymore. It's your fault. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just, but yeah, essentially, like, the first... The the last episode is like their wedding, and then they don't end up getting married though, but they do make a promise to, like, every day to promise that they want to be together, and they do have a kid, and they do seem like they're together for like the immediate future at least for the next few years. But she reminds him, she's like, you know, I'm I'm always someone who could like walk in front of a train one day, you know, I could always just leave and walk in front of a train, and he's it's just like, like okay, yeah, he's fine with that. Yeah, so so the the what you see in the flash for so like the, the the flash forward sequences start getting you realize what happens is like it's not it's not uh, Jimmy and Gretchen's wedding that they're flash forwarding to it's yeah. Lindsay and Paul's second wedding that they're flash forwarding to and it's, well they make it seem like it's it's Gretchen and Jimmy both meeting up at somebody else's wedding but they don't because they make it seem like Gretchen is she's single she's like. She gets a guy's number, and then like Jimmy is with the florist who gave him a blowjob. Yeah, but then we find out actually she's just a nanny, and Lindsay was on like or Gretchen was on like a single month thing kind of thing. You know, like she was like trying to go thirty days without drinking and living at a hotel or something, and she flirted with a guy and got his number, but didn't do anything. But what we find out is that her and Jimmy are still not married, but uh, they do have a kid. They still live together. And um, they're ultimately like, you know, as far as we know, still together. Yeah. So it goes, it goes back in, in time, right? It shows the, it shows the, the wedding that Gretchen and then the, it's called pancakes, right? Cause they're like, what do you want to, like, yeah. she's like, what do you want, Jimmy? Right. Cause she tells him, she's like, I can't write these vowels. I tried and someone else write them for me. So what, you know, and he's like, well, I couldn't either. She's like, what do you want? He's like, I want pancakes. So yeah. They, he realizes how much they both hate commitment. He flaunts it. He's like, I, we hate this commitment. Um, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to... Um, he's like, I do make a promise to you, though. He's like, here's the promise. Which I think is, like, pretty pretty sweet. It's a pretty nice promise, right? He's like, I, will, yeah. I promise to you that I will... That what will happen is every day we can wake up and decide if we want to be together for that day, Right? He's like, and my promise to you is that I will always say, yes, I will be together with you and I love you. Right? Yeah. And she's like, that sounds great. That's my promise too. And then it, so it flash forwards to what we've been seeing all season. Like I said, it's Lindsay and, yeah. and Paul's wedding. Um, it's, and the reason they're dreading going is because Edgar's there. Yeah, he didn't want to reunite with Edgar, but ultimately he tells Edgar that Edgar was right. Because ultimately, like, it is a very, like, fucked up... I mean, it seems fucked up, but I think, like... I mean, I don't know. Like, it, it's kind, it's out of character, but I think ultimately, like, it is 
like somebody had to do that. Like somebody yeah. had to point out the obvious because they kind of teased it at the beginning of the season with the therapist where she's like, don't don't marry Jamie. And before she can finish saying it, they just like shuts the computer. But like, I think like it's definitely, you know, like because she does show a lot of red flags and stuff. And um, well, you know, also, I think he has a right to like question it and stuff. I, I think Edgar was the wrong character to do that. Yeah. But also, I don't think, like, the reason Edgar had to do that was because Jimmy, so it was a heartbreaking where Jimmy finally accepts Edgar, right? Yeah. And then, um, you know, Jimmy finally accepts Edgar, and Edgar finally is like, thank you, I've, I've gotten this, you know, but now I've told you I wasn't going to lie. And But but also, um, Lindsay couldn't have done it, right? Because Gretchen... Yeah. Gretchen would have forgave Lynn. Like the problem is like mm-hmm. Edgar's relationship with Jimmy is rocky enough to where, and, and even Edgar says like, I like later on, he's like, it was wrong of me to say that. And he's like, no, it was right. And he goes, well, honestly, the reason I said that was cause I was trying to leave, you know, like Edgar yeah. was, Edgar was also telling Jimmy, like I'm moving to New York, right? Like he moves to New York. And well, I, he, he, I, he says that like, well, cause uh, Jimmy tells him that it was a selfless act and, Edgar says, no, it's the only way I could have gotten away from you. But I think I don't think he's telling I don't think he's being literal there. I think he's like kind of just joking. Like No, yeah, no, he's being to... no, he's I think he's fully I think he's being sincere. I, I think he's because he, he he's uh No, I, I think I think he genuinely thinks that it's a bad idea for Jimmy. No, he does. I, I no, I agree with that. What I'm saying is like he's saying that it was wrong of him to mm-hmm. wrong of him to kind of say like Edgar saying it was wrong of him, it wasn't his yeah. place to say that, you know? But yeah. also, he was like, it was a selfish thing, too, because, like, I would have never left if you didn't yeah. try to force me out, you know? And same thing yeah, with, like, and, and, and you know, they kind of all reconcile because she's like, when when uh, their kid comes up, she, he, he's playing with their kid. and Yeah, Jimmy- she calls him Uncle Edgar, and, you know, yeah. and, like, ultimately everything works out. Like, because they show Gretchen being really mean, but it's because... So at the end, they can show her being really calling him Uncle Edgar. And, you know, again, like Jimmy does ultimately forgive Edgar. Like he does, you know, they, like everything does work out in the end. They don't technically get married, but like it feels truer to character. They're like whole promise thing. Um, and like we said, they do have a child. Jimmy does like sell his house so that they can get like a nicer one. Like they well, ultimately... It's also that the, the house was a uh, is it was a death, it's a trap, death trap. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like it, it was like a death trap like, for a child. They do that in season that, one. Yeah, they show that flash forward of uh, of Gretchen pregnant and she's screaming at him about yeah. the windows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's really good. I like that. Yeah, so she's pregnant and then they go to, like they're drinking at a. You see like her hand down and they're like, oh, maybe she's holding his hand, but she's like rocking the thing and like you see that you see like a, a kind of a progression of up until now but what's great is the last line of the episode flashes to the the night where where they're getting pancakes and they're eating yeah, the like present. pancakes and stuff and she's like you know i could walk out in front of a train right and he's like yeah, yeah. and he's she's like, like i get over it pretty quickly yeah and she's like okay and then they're, yeah. they're eating but again the face acting in the show so great he's like yeah. worried you know like you see it in his face that he's like worried that she's actually going to do that yeah no again it's very like again the 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 because like the whole show is like an argument between like uh like again like love and like the absence of love or whatever and ultimately like it's a compromise between like 
you know, not fully like buying into like traditional marriage and stuff, but like still always being there for each other, just like, you know, on their own terms. Like it does feel it's more of like a unique, like true to character ending. Like it's creative, whereas as opposed to just like them getting married or like breaking up forever. And, you know, that, mm-hmm. that would have been really I think that's what a, a lot of shows have gotten in trouble for is doing really hacky easy stuff like that where it's like yeah so oh, they they either end up together or not where it's like yeah the like again like we've talked about this where like like i said with theme it's like theme is like an argument throughout a whole movie or show about like between two sides of an argument and if you go to the ending you can find out which argument which side of the argument won and that's the theme and with this one it's like you know ultimately it's like that theme the theme is like it's a little bit of both right it's like yeah, it's like you don't necessarily have to get married, but like it's nice to have someone. You know what I mean? You don't have to like buy in completely. The thing, the thing that I was reading is so Stephen Falk, right, the writer yeah. creator, he was talking about the ending, right? I wanted to read this before the um, you know before the podcast I was kind of reading up on the end as soon as it finished. Yeah. As soon as I finished it, and uh, so he describes, um, he says that it's uh, kind of a. It, the whole show is like this kind of millennial like flaunting of like convention, right? Like, you yeah. know, there's a lot of like traditional things that are being questioned. And so he's like, obviously like marrying them at the end is like, would be nice, but he's like, uh, throughout the show, he's like, I never thought once that like Jimmy and Gretchen wouldn't be together. Yeah. Um, and you know, they have their like, like the, the, you know, the core of the show is like their problems together. Yeah. But, um, he's like at the end of never like throughout the entire season. He's like I never had this thought that they wouldn't end up together. But the pro like the thing is like he's like I don't think it would be true to those characters. Like you said, true to those characters yeah. to to get married. They wouldn't get married, right? Yeah, he's like, exactly. but like they don't have to get married. They've already made a commitment to each other, which is like yeah. we're gonna wake up every day to kind of like say i love you and it's going to be true that day like for that whole day it's going to be true like i love you. yeah yeah and and I mean, jimmy's very much like bought in you know like this is it you know like he does have yeah. commitment issues too but he's he's uh very much bought into the whole premise where you know and gretchen is like bought into the premise too but she's like i'm day by day you know she's yeah. day by day with her with her depression so and you know that's why she says at the end like you know one day we could be together and I wake up and walk in front of a train. Yeah. And it's tr- like Jimmy realizes that that's true. Yeah. So. And I think, I think adding the kid was a nice touch because it's like. The kid was the, the best touch. In yeah, because it, sh- it, sh- it shows that there is definitely like a, it's just, it's like a symbolic of their union, you know? Yeah. The, the kid is, the kid is definitely. And the fact that like Gretchen is so good with the kid too, I think. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, she's obviously got some problems. She said she's still drinking. She tried to quit drinking, I guess, for being a mom. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm assuming she stopped drinking when she was pregnant, but... Yeah, I You know, yeah, hopefully. But, uh, yeah, and, and obviously Jimmy's very much, you know, um, you know, very much, like, they're both mm-hmm. on the same trajectory. But, like I said, the show, and you said, the show leaves it open to interpretation of how long that lasts does it last a long yeah. time i you know being the softy i am i would like to think it does i hope she does overcome her you know depression yeah, of and kind of is able to live with it you know but also yeah. she does she explicitly says it could happen so which is never yeah, off the yeah. Table. i think i think them i think them breaking up and and um 
I don't think they're going to break up. Like, I think that's the main thing is that they're probably there, yeah. like sticking through it. But um, if you were to say, like, Matt, what do you think happens, like, at the end of these characters' lives? I think that the possibility is that she does kill herself or she could not. Yeah. But I do think that they stay together until one of For those eventualities sure. happen. Yeah, until the end. Uh, yeah, again, there's, like, definitely stuff we left out, but I just, you know, I want, even if you've listened this far, I just, you know, I, there's, like, stuff that I think people should go back and watch and, like, experience. Like, it's themselves. great. Like, yeah, there's a, there's there, a there's whole so episode. Much, there's, there's, whole, there's like, so much stuff, like. There's an episode, there's a Matrix homage in, in one of the episodes. It's incredible, you know? It's yeah, a great um there's one episode i think in season two where it's like they see a couple that kind of resembles them but like in 10 years and um they like make friends with them and then like you know they turn out to be like kind of lame or creepy or something well he's creepy yeah he's specifically like let's have sex Gretchen. she's like okay yeah he pulls it i was gonna say like i thought that was the plot but i didn't want to say that because it also felt like that's exactly what happened in juno well because they have they have like a baby and they're like weird yeah I don't know, they're, like, weird, uh, like, dog, yeah, like, bougie people, right? And he's just, like, playing a Game Boy. He's just like, oh, I remember Game Boy. He's like, why we, when did we become so lame? We used to go to concerts and whatever. It's like... Yeah, we used to go to the satellite. Such a weird, weird little detour. Because it, like, shows them and Gretchen's, like, stalking them. <laughs> yeah, and they make friends. And then again, like, yeah, like, of course, the guy ends up being a total creep. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, final thoughts for me, though. Um, again, like everyone should go back and watch it. We're not like doing the show justice. Like uh, the characters and like the performances are a big part of it. And uh, like again, it's a show that like you just fall in love with the uh, characters and you want to like you know like you understand that it's not in their nature to like necessarily buy them, but you just want to see both of them happy. And you just think Gretchen and Jimmy are. Sp- like so good for each other at some point Edgar says something like um just because you love each other doesn't mean you're good for each other which I think is very true um but yeah I think they are good for each other and um yeah um yeah like I said everyone should go watch it it's on FX it's on Hulu yeah I final thoughts for me I I agree it's uh it's probably a perfect show um I think obviously, you know, with, with shows, like I said, with, with, you know, obviously we, you and I prefer movies, yeah. um, cause shows have a serialized way of telling a story, which is fine. You know, it's good. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's no movie, but at the same time, uh, yeah, this is a perfect example of a show that feels true to life, but yeah. it's also entertaining. You know, it's not like a, it's not a documentary, serious drama shows. It's not yeah. like too melodramatic. It's very much a sitcom, 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, funny, but it's also heartbreaking. And it's a lot of different. It's a true rom-com. It's really, a, and I think it, um, I think it ended, you know, extremely well. And, and it also ended. That's one of the uh, things that a show for me is, uh, is a good indicator of like, a, if a show ends, you know, I think that's yeah. a, it's a good thing. I, I like having an ending to things. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, um, final thought five, five stars. Perfect show. Yeah, I think a lot of people would say like, you know, oh, they don't make like rom coms anymore and stuff, and that's pretty true. But like, I think as far as rom coms go, this is probably like the best one of that era. Like, if 
if people were like, oh, let's watch a rom-com, I'd be like, oh, this is probably like the closest, I think, to like a good rom-com that came yeah, out. Yeah, it's, like, it's, also, it's also like not um, – because it's millennial, you know, but it's not like yeah. crazy millennial. Like, right? There's like no. a lot of jokes in getting older. Um, it's not and, just like, oh, avocado toast, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's like I said, great show. Um, I'm so glad you recommended it. Yeah, right yeah. up my alley. If you like, if you like this, it, even if you don't like this type of stuff, I think this one's a, a shining example of it, too. Which also, you're right, dude. Like, I don't know how people slept on it, right? I mean, I obviously, yeah. I, didn't, I don't watch a lot of TV, so obviously I slept on it, but even people who like obsessively watch TV slept on it too, so. Yeah, and the, uh, I was looking at the ratings, it didn't like end very well compared to where it started, like, um, doesn't seem like a lot of people stuck with it, either that or everyone was just watching on FX, I think that's probably more the truth. Is um, that's like, I think it's just a show that people watch like on demand, on FX instead of live or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's like definitely, like I said, it's like very slept on. Like I don't, cause especially when people are like, well, where, where are the rom-coms? You know, like you have some movies, you have like the big sick or like uh, obvious child, but like, even then it's like, you know, I don't know. I think the show hits a lot of notes and like, I don't, I don't even think you definitely couldn't tell this story like in a movie. You know, I think this is definitely like a, a story that like you know you need to tell over like five seasons because like it's very nuanced and like you said it's like it's like not about two perfect people but it's about two people who like they still deserve love you know yeah for sure and they I, like I deserve each other maybe yeah and and like i said earlier it's you know that's two characters who are black holes and they're they're not yeah it's not necessarily like a dig on them. It's just they're, they, you know, it's, it's not excusing them, but also, you know, they have like many yeah. of us complicated lives, complicated childhoods. That, that's the thing. Like I think is the best about the show is just like, it is about complexity. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not like Gretchen's not necessarily like a girl that you would want to marry, you know, like, and Jimmy's yeah. not a guy you'd want to marry, but also, you know, it's like you said, they everyone deserves love and Yeah, there's no like good guys or bad guys. There's like, like everyone even like the characters who at first seem really dorky and like useless, like everyone has like a soft side. Yeah, and everyone's got a dark side. Remember there's yeah, the whole yeah. there, there's whole arc with Paul where he's a proud boy, so <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Cause, um... Also uh forgot to say favorite joke in the show. Uh, one of my favorite jokes in the show. Uh, it's the their bachelor bachelorette party Sunday fun day episode yeah. where uh, uh, Paul's got a shirt. They all have a shirt that says like what they are. Oh and, yeah. Like, I, think, I think like Lindsay says like ditzy best friend and Edgar says yeah PTSD. PTSD. Yeah, something like that. But uh, yeah. Paul Paul says uh, still Young still Mark. live Roger Ebert. <laughs> yeah. Well, because uh, yeah, they make it. They make a similar joke. I think earlier in the season or earlier in the show, where like they call him like a young Roger Ebert or something. Like, um, they say he looks like a young Roger Ebert or something. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a pretty. That's like a really funny joke. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Also, uh, they all really like NCIS LA, so that's another pretty funny thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. A lot of good stuff, man. Um that said, is there any like uh new stuff, new shows, uh 
any uh any news that we need to let let everyone know if you've listened this far thank you obviously um we're gonna have a boys episode i think coming next week and uh you know we'll have our regular episode this weekend obviously we're doing mission impossible um yeah and then i think we also yeah we have the book episodes coming uh is there anything else uh yeah so um like i said thank you so much for listening this far um if you guys want to uh please dm uh either me or steven or uh you can dm the movie uh flex double features twitter um you know if you guys would like to be guests on the show uh like i said last week we have a pretty full schedule but um we're more than willing to make room so if you guys would like to guess on the pod or uh you know recommend a double feature maybe if you can't if you're a little nervous about talking and just want to recommend us a double feature we might be able yeah. to to do a double feature that you guys recommend and shout you out too um yeah so do that follow the uh youtube if you would like the youtube's a little further behind um i'm having some a couple computer issues right now um just in terms of like software and everything. So yeah, uh, follow the YouTube if you want to listen to that and then also share, just share the podcast. I hate doing the like, share, sub- subscribe or whatever. Smash that like button. Um, yeah. Smash that bell icon or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Five stars on iTunes. The five star review reviews really help. Tell your friends. Yeah. Just tell your friend. If you like the show, tell your friends. If you don't, then f- never mind. Yeah. Well, you know, even if you don't want to tell him, maybe just tell him anyway, because maybe it'll be like a funny troll or, you know, you're like, oh, fuck it, Henny. I'm going to hate, I hate this guy. I'm going to tell him about a podcast. <laughs> uh, might be like a funny joke or something, you know, just do it as a bit. Yeah, you know, exactly. Recommend our podcast as a bit, you know, it's funny. It'd be like really unique. You'd be really quirky. You'd be the quirkiest person in Omaha, Nebraska, if you did that. Yeah, exactly. Probably. So, who knows? But yeah, thanks, guys. Um, yeah, thanks. So everyone. we'll see you guys for the uh, regular episode and the boys episode next week. Yep. Cue that music. Cue that music.